0: Three, two, one, and it's live. Yes, you are. Are you actually live? Did Or was were you practicing the counting for the counting? <laughs> <laughs> no. Did I do it right? What, what? After, after
1: two, it's usually three, but because I'm doing it backwards, three. it's one, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, three, two, one. Um, yeah, but before we become friendly, I need to, like, we need to hash things out because you mm. pissed me off this week and I? I can't... Yeah, I can't dive into the podcast until I've had it out of you, because you've been annoying me. Multiple reasons. Firstly, obviously, we're doing this on a Sunday morning rather than Sunday afternoon. Mm. After specifically telling you last week, the toothpaste fucks me up, right? So I've brushed my (laughs) teeth this morning. (laughs) And now I've got to deal with like... Old smacky lips over here. Yeah. Sorry. Smacky lips. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long time since somebody's called me Smacky Lips, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that someone's previously called you Smacky Lips is kind of I've just <sighs> weird. Yeah, me out no, they way. haven't. Okay. Yeah. So so that's the first thing that's annoyed me. And then the second thing that's annoyed me that I've got to pick up is how much of a goody two-shoes you are. And it's just wound me up this week. Like, you did it a little bit with foals, and I let it slide. You were like, oh, yeah, I listened to the album. I didn't like it. So I listened to all of the albums. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, prick. Hey, that was like- for you. That was for you. That was for your feelings. Your feeling, sorry. Your yearly feeling. Um, and then this week, you've just been like oh yeah, so I've read the book and then I've spoken to the author and she said this and then I've actually text, who have you text, you text Caroline as well. You're like, oh yeah, I've also sent a message to Caroline and I've watched a documentary three times and I've already done the series. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off, like, please. Oh, well,
0: you're <sighs> just setting me up here because like if my review for any of them is just like, yeah, it was all right <laughs> after having watched well, it. Like,
1: <laughs> however many or times. Or you've rushed it. Yeah. I'm over here being a moron like, cramming away last minute on a Sunday morning. Like, you know, can we do it in the morning? I'm like um but no mate i just thought i've got to get it off my chest i gotta tell you um well me up i'm sorry that my hard, hard work
0: makes you feel bad luke i'm very very sorry about that
1: Do you know what like the, <laughs> <laughs> the way i think about it right as well is that if we were at school you'd have been that kid you know that kid where i've not done my homework and i don't want to highlight it and then you've done your homework and more you're like oh miss i've done so much and i'm like oh he's a prick but i get it on my nerves <laughs> but yeah. then by year 11 when I've realised I actually need to do some work. So that's kind you're of like co- early you're days. My seven. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Luke, that's fine. So Just remember to change your name on it this time, okay? Yep. <laughs> that's like, That so would have been our relationship at the start. I would have been like, like you did to me. He's a prick, you know, like don't mm. like him. Um, <laughs> actually, we, n- we never dived into that last week. I was interested. I was thinking about it this week. What was it about me that made you go... Oh, this guy's a prick.
0: Oh, okay. Right. We're doing this live on air. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm I just I interested know.
0: to know. I was thinking about. it. I don't, I don't think I actually did in all honesty. I was no, like, I was when, we, when we, when we, Listen. when we first met, I was just like, well, to be honest, I was like, because when we met, everyone seemed to know you guys, but like, I didn't know that you, you didn't know my sister. I didn't know I didn't know that you did, you actually hadn't met them as well on the same holiday. So when you guys were well, all okay. like chummy, I was just like, who the hell are these guys?
1: Am I gonna have to spend all week with them? I hope they're nice. <laughs> and look where we are now. Yeah. We make a podcast together. Yeah, so, um you've just reminded of me of um
0: my mate getting annoyed at um at school. Not because mm. I I did the like did the homework we, we had another friend who did all the homework um and was like uh so are you marking our homework this lesson and we're just like god damn it god oh, we haven't done the homework but what i did <laughs> with my friend was he would be like we, we, the day before he'd be like have you done the biology homework for tomorrow and i'm like biology homework no no why and he's like "Oh, will just just that's like a euphemism and then uh, we chose biology. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the morning the next day he's like oh have you done that um biology homework for after lunch i'm like ooh, no 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 what was it and he, he looks at it and goes oh it doesn't matter if you haven't done it i haven't done it gets to break time he's like have you done that homework at all and i'm like no i might give it a I might give it a bash now and then we get to the lesson and he's like oh don't worry james <laughs> oh, hasn't done God. the homework and i've like whipped out a really really crappy version in 10 minutes i'm not going to get any good grades for it but at least i'm not getting a detention for oh, it and he's just like yes. he's like waiting for support and he's like and i'll hand the hand the homework in just scribbles on a piece of paper, basically, and he's like, "What? I thought we were in this together. <laughs> I thought we were going <laughs> to go down. At least you got
1: something in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go down, go down as a team. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I'd go down as a team with you, Travis. Don't worry. Yeah, um, for sure, oh, babe. Thanks. <laughs> the
0: That's amount of detentions no, no. I got at school for just no reason. School
1: was crap. I, I don't like school. Yeah. I prefer learning I'm- now. Was alright. Well, it's because you're doing it with me, so could it be any better? Could it be any more fun? <laughs> um, what so yeah, just quickly as well, yeah. another few points. Um, you know this whole thing I was doing last week of like hoodie up, like mm-hmm. stopping the leak of the headphones and all this kind of effort I'd gone through to make sure there was no sound. Do you know what? I figured out what I was doing wrong. Oh, right. Yeah. What was it? I had. I had my mic, right? If you imagine my microphone, I would always put it in my visual. So my mic would be like where my eyes are. So (laughs) the the headphones. (laughs) And I've realized if I actually drop it down and put it where my mouth is
0: <laughs> and
1: I shit sh- you not I found this out the other week I was like oh my god if I actually drop it out of my eye line so I'm not looking at it
0: yeah Luke when no, I said that nice. you talk with your eyes I meant I meant something different
1: man <laughs> what oh Christ that's beautiful I it, mate I'm learning every week though so I think now I'm going to be able to sit in the summer, in a t-shirt rather than in a hoodie, <laughs> trying trying to stop the leak. <laughs> trying um, to stop the leak with a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. What a tuna. What a tuner. What a tuna. Um What a tuner. Also, I've got to mm-hmm. make a confession on air. Um, kind of broken the law and, and I, I went on holiday recently. What? Been to. Yeah, I've broken all laws and I went to a nice sunny Spanish island called Ivan Beacon which was very pleasant, got a little bit of winter sun, winter sun, summer sun. Um, I don't know what the laws are now. Do I have to quarantine for two weeks? Is that how, is that how it is? I don't
0: know. I don't have the same rules
1: as you at the moment. I'm getting confused yeah. uh,
0: between people saying yeah, can- the rules over in England, which is weird.
1: You should yeah. go, though, if you ever get the chance. I have a no beacon. It's beautiful. I have a no beacon. It sounds like you're
0: about to drop the punchline to a joke. Yeah. Like, no. And I'm going to be like what's Ivan no O'Beacon? And you're going to be like,
1: Beacon oh, Ivor or some, some, <laughs> <laughs> some little punchline. It, I don't know, what's doesn't the it motto not nice you? though? Ivan O'Beacon. It's like rings. It's got a ring to it. Ivan no O'Beacon. Mm. Who needs Ibiza when you've got Ivan no O'Beacon? That's what I'm now saying. It sounds like... Who needs Ibiza when you've got Ivan It, no it sounds
0: like you're trying to relax and someone's going like... Uh, Luke, Luke, we've got all these projects you on Monday and you're just like, nah, you know me, I've a no beacon. I've no beacon. I've no beacon.
1: Yeah. Ah, it's like a, it's like a have Oven a beacon. Ah, kuna matata.
0: I've no beacon. Ah, <laughs> I've no
1: beacon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to be to be brutally honest with you, mate, it's a prominent hill and landmark in Buckinghamshire so um <laughs> that's what Ivan O'Beacon is but then it sound like a Spanish island I went there yesterday and uh, I went with um I went with Shellfed and he was like we'll go to Ivan O'Beacon I was like where's that it sounds so exotic like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it's like you're proposing like, been in lockdown yeah
0: you're proposing ho- uh, holidays and someone's like Are and you go oh no I know beaver <laughs> you I, beaver, no, I, beaver. no beaver for me no
1: and I was just like, maybe I've been in lockdown for so long, but Ivan a Beacon sounds like really exotic. I was really excited, and it's basically just a hill in Buckinghamshire. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was the first time I've been out of Essex since God knows how long, so I was super excited about that. Oh yeah, Treated that's your like that's your other that's your other TV show getting out of Essex. Yeah, <laughs> getting getting out of Essex doesn't happen much at the moment, mm, but. Mm. Um, I wish it did. So yeah, my microphone is sorted. I've been to Ivan a Beacon and uh, we've thrashed out our differences, and I'm okay with you now. So (laughs) I'm now I'm I'm now going to ask you how yours. You're right. You you calm down there. You calm down. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Um, I've
1: been excited. I think, mate, because I'm a morning person. You've caught me in the morning, and I'm more energetic. So
0: cool, 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 cool. Well, I've had an extra hour on you, so that's fine. How has my week been? My week, actually, to be honest, this week I have. I've, I've used most of my spare time uh to to go over the podcast stuff. This is this is why I've stormed ahead of it,
1: instead of ah, having all this other go, stuff I've got to balance. Again. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> this is why I get week this is why I get week on week, guys. <laughs> well the thing is because we didn't Ooh, have a I've podcast. So much um, for not, pod-
0: we did have a podcast last week. We didn't have a quiz. We didn't have a quiz last week. Okay. Um and so we got to the evening and I was kinda like twiddling my thumbs going, What do I do? I've uh, got, got my quiz. Uh, might as well make a start then. So I just popped the TV <laughs> on, just started watching everything. And I was like, oh, cool. I oh, it's only half seven. Oh, I'll start the book then, I guess. <laughs> so I was a bit lost. Oh, so, um, but I actually watched... Um, Bless you. I had a movie night with my mate and we watched uh Hunting and Jojo Rabbit. Also two very, very good films. So I'm probably going to be recommending um, them later down the line for, for you. That'll I've be not good. seen either. Ah, well, Good Will Hunting is, uh, what, 1997, I think it is, ish. Um, So it's quite an old one, but really cool. Got Robin Williams in
1: it. Yeah. Um, I've heard that before, that it's a good film. It's one of those films, you know, like Shawshank Redemption. You hear the name and you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard that's a good film. Yeah, yeah. But. Have you you seen Shawshank? uh, Have I seen Shawshank? Uh, I did see it, yes. Okay, cool. Wasn't wasn't blown away. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've kind of missed, I missed the hype on that. To be fair, um, mm. just quickly, you, what is your living situation now? You said you moved into a new flat, yes, oh, no, uh, last week. Oh, no, found a new place. Um, I'll move in next month. Right. So in a month, I'll be... You, where are you going?
0: Oh, just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, okay, just down the road. That is a ni- nice little sunny place, uh, which is not as expensive as living right in the middle of the city. So I'll be able to pay for more stupid things like Tinder subscriptions
1: for a podcast... <laughs> Um, <laughs> we need to talk about that we need to talk about that um are you going to be living with anyone yeah yeah right okay people why are you worried no because i i was really excited by the fact you had a two bed and lived on your own because i thought like i can drive over at some point because it's only what did, it's only what eight hours seven and a half eight hours so yeah. i was like one of my holidays this year, when I was going when I was in Ivan Be- when I was in O'Beacon yesterday, <laughs> um, <laughs> the sunny, sunny resort of Ivan O'Beacon, um, I was thinking, actually, I'd really like to smell your breath again, like after we had that whole thing last week. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's drive and, and see you at some point. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh shit, shit, he's moving. So like before it was really easy in the sense that you had your own place, you had a spare room. Now if you're living with people it's not as cool just for me to rock up and uh, kind of rock up. It's fine. <laughs> throw, throw in my. You, know, you, you have to say to them, mm. I've got a brick shit house mate who's coming. He's going to throw his weight around a bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, when I signed the contract, it said, Do you have any oh. um, dependencies? And I was like,
1: Yeah. <laughs> Luke Pickin. <and laughs> <A> moron. <laughs> 27 years old. Are <laughs> you 27 uh, or 28? No. Nah. Twenty-eight, going 28. on twenty-nine, mates. N- nearly uh, a year ago that I, ha- I know this is going to be so stupid. It's nearly a year ago that I had my birthday, and I know you have one every <laughs> year, so it's a stupid sentence. But <laughs> you Fair know what a- I mean when I say it. Mm. Um, it's it's kind of come round so quick. Yeah. Um, well, my mum and, and it's my mum rang me and was like,
0: "Oh, have you thought about what you want for your birthday?" And I was like, "My birthday? No. Why? Oh, she, she went, it's in, it's in three weeks." And I went, "Is it? What?" yeah
1: <laughs> crap uh, yeah yeah. yeah. That, that how old are then. you gonna be 26 i think i yeah. thought it was 27 no so you're no, no. a couple of years behind 26 okay so you're three years younger than me yeah. last year in my 20s coming up bro last year in my 20s oh great Big. great time to start you know during corona times
0: <laughs> great time to start yeah, the last I mean, year
1: yeah it's what it is isn't it we it can't is. change it um Okay, so hang on, do, you, do we want to I know, uh, how, how long have we been chatting for? We've been chatting for like 15 minutes Yeah should we, should we jingle? Let's jingle Jingle, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Let's get ready to jingle I've been practising that a week <laughs> <laughs> If you
0: sometimes feel like a moron don't worry we've got one too because we're not that clever but we make it all up with our can-do attitude so if you like a bit of banter with me and this old wanker we've got just a thing for you we've got Lots of content and it won't make sense. It's the
1: Travis Pepper Show. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There Mate. you go. That's, in- that's incredible you've discovered that. Mm. That is very cool. Um, when did you discover that? What, that I get-
0: Oh, well, no, I just never thought to do it until now. Um, ah. b- but because we've got. If we've got something that's going in the playlist or library, then we've got a track that we need to play. So, yeah, for sure. So let's see if we've got anything to put in there, shall we?
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, But before we do, I've had a request. um, Somebody's asked for an update on the whole Tinder marketing thing. That picture you sent me yesterday was fantastic, by the way. Um, It cracked me up. Yeah, Uh, I was just like, wow, that's an interesting response. So I feel like there's some conversation here. Um, I still haven't (laughs) replied. Yeah, you haven't replied. You just thought that it was best to leave it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what
1: so, was what was the response? Remind me. Um, you got it up. Um, where are they? So
0: I did this big spiel because this person had a lot of... Uh, many, many extravagant items in their um, uh, photos. So many interesting outfits. So I was like, hey, uh, well... Since I used to be a renowned fashion designer, I would create, <laughs> <laughs> I would create a, uh, a range just for you. But instead, I'm working on this brand new podcast, so you'll have to settle for that <laughs> for now. Travis Pepper, oh, dear. mentoring a moron, <laughs> and um, <it laughs> set the link and everything. Yeah. And then the only response I got, and I still haven't replied, was just, <laughs> "I'm a moron." in deep need of some mentoring <laughs> with two fairy <laughs> emojis afterwards.
1: So I was like, like um, okay. Oh Christ. Uh, so I don't have to no, respond to that. But, that's a brilliant, that's uh, I mean, a brilliant one. I think that's my favorite we've had so far. Okay. Cause I've got some more. Um, okay. That this was is all Tinder marketing stuff. This yeah? is all
0: Tinder marketing. So what I did, um, so we've actually got um, a bit of a fan i guess we Uh, have a fan i guess well i told you that she checked in when um uh she she messaged saying like oh how's the tinder marketing
1: going and so we had a discussion this is someone you connected with this is someone you connected with on tinder you sent her the tinder marketing and she's then circled back around to you and said how's the tinder marketing going?" yeah so i said (laughs) you know well we're
0: trying to we're in stockholm and oslo And she was like, well, were you expecting a good turnout? And I was like, I don't know what we were expecting, to be honest. um, So uh, I said, where where do you recommend um, if we're going to go global? And she said, maybe like Australia or New Zealand. So I was like, oh, good shout. So for the last week, I've gone down under, which has Ah, been uh, quite interesting. Um, So we've got quite a few matches. Um, Let me just try and find some... uh, uh, interesting ones for you so i've Wait. got a load of replies oh this morning so i've got like yeah 10 replies this morning <laughs> so one of them was just um uh, it was a bit much like everything that's going on in the profile lots of filters and everything so i decided to keep the intro simple and just say how would you like to fall asleep to the sound of sweet supple english accents <laughs> and if and if
1: <laughs> she- <laughs> she's gonna be so disappointed when she hears me and if she says
0: no I'll be like, good, because we don't have either of those. Check out our podcast. <laughs> but her, but the response was, oh. hey, good morning. <laughs> so that, that was it? Yeah, that was it. They're oh. so like, oh, okay. okay. Sure, right, um, and so uh, that was quite interesting. And then I, I did an open um, for someone who was wearing an Ikea dress. And I was like, Nice Ikea dress. We need this kind of creativity in our fan base. What, what's Travis an Ikea? P- it was an, an bag Ikea bag
1: turned into a dress. Like, Okay, That's, that sounds quite impressive, to yeah, be yeah. fair, because there's not a lot of material there. No, no. Um,
0: so I said, Love the Ikea dress. We really need this kind of creativity in our fan base. Tra- uh, Travis Pepper mentoring a <laughs> moron. How would you like to be oh, our next Christ. biggest fan? Check us out. <laughs> Sent the link. And their response was I this hilarious. Is this a virus? <laughs> no, it's not. <nervous. laughs> so oh, I've, ju- I've, ju- I ju- I've just have just but replied can... now saying no, it's legit. We're actually recording an episode now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I oh, see so you literally texting this person as we speak. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah kind of. Um, Mate, I just need to do the thing I do. Sorry, I need to blow my nose. Hang on.
0: Do the blowing of your nose.
1: I don't know why. Tae fever or something. <laughs>
0: Okay, you ready for this one? Yeah, sure. So the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I think it's where I laugh too much. I don't know. It makes my nose. Oh, sorry. I guess you're allergic to me then.
1: <laughs> um, Let us quickly move on from that joke. Yeah, sorry.
0: Um, so the, <laughs> the bio for this person was basically, I like making things and learning new things. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm, okay. Well, I mean, that's basically the bio of our podcast, but okay. Um, <laughs> so I was like, making things and learning things. So I said, okay, cool. Well, if you like making things, then how about making your day by tuning in to the latest episode of Travis Pepper Mentoring a Moron. Check us out now. You're so smooth. <laughs> You're so smooth, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, there was someone who was talking about how they uh, always have all these candles and always, like, they have too many candles. So I said, next time you light up those candles, candles and need oh, some Christ. ambience, tune into Travis Pepper Mentoring a Moron. Um, LAUGHTER
1: and then, I like the way you're getting creative with it, mate, and you're not just rolling out like a universal, hey, I'm Travis, and this is my podcast. There's actually yeah. some like nice thought going into it. There was... Um, oh, wait, there was another
0: one. Um, <laughs> occasionally, I refer to myself in the third person as well, so someone goes... Someone basically in her bio was like, sick of all of these um, low-quality men. And I was like, cool, mm-hmm. I'm going to work with that. I went,
1: hey... <laughs> Hey, you look like you're sick of all of these
0: low-quality men asking you for one night stands. Well, Travis isn't here for that. He wants you to get involved with his new podcast, Travis Pepper Mentoring a Moron. Are you ready to be our oh
1: next Christ. biggest fan? Oh, dear. Mate, um, mate I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. How Basically, many of these people do you think are listening?
0: Uh, I've probably got like a
1: 20% retention rate. So nice, mate. That's not bad. It's better than better than email marketing. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I'm super liking anyone that's wearing you know? leopard print at the moment. Oh, of course, yeah, mm. 100. So percent. So that's I would So doing. you've got unlimited likes of you at the moment. Um, I'm not really sure which one we paid for. <laughs> right, okay.
0: But this that's is down right. in Oz. I think after this, we're going to move over to New Zealand. See what people are doing. Um, yeah, that's basically that's basically where it. we're at. Yeah. Oh, do wait, you know, here's my you favourite know... one.
1: Here's my favourite oh, right.
0: one. Yep. Someone how, just re- how
1: did you forget? Sorry, how did you forget that? Like <laughs> my, my favourite
0: one? No, no, no. I was trying to find mm. the conversation so I could uh, read it correctly. Uh, but her bio okay. says uh, looking for someone that I love as much as sparkling wine. And I went no man is worth oh, no. as much as sparkling wine. Trust Travis on this. Instead, check out Travis Pepper mentoring a moron and witness how disappointing guys can really be. <laughs>
1: then she won't be disappointed in
0: that one for sure
1: yeah the,
0: the, the, so that's the plan so i'll get back to the uh these people in a bit
1: a uh, bit later do, today do, do tinder have a like click through i bet they don't do they i'd love to know if you get at- analytics on tinder where you can see actually how many people are clicking the link i really don't cool. think so well, no it's not designed i don't think for anybody's marketed <laughs> tinder tinder mm. marketing well Okay, so what I said is, obviously, we're going to move around the world. I don't know if you've checked the board. I've got the board up in front of me. Okay. How many countries... Last time we checked, I think we was in two countries. We were um, Germany, England, sure.
0: one in the US and one in Russia, We last time we checked, I
1: think. Okay, so guess how many countries we've hit now. I mean, it's not going to blow, blow you away, but... Is it five? <laughs> <laughs> it's close. It's actually... Twelve, <laughs> you've done no. you've done quite well, Travis. <laughs> you've really? pleasantly surprised me. Yeah, so you've hit, and I think you, you've hit United Kingdom, Germany, Australia mm-hmm. is our now third biggest, um, Canada, Guernsey, Thailand, uh, Portugal, Russia, United States, India, Indonesia, and the Netherlands. So, mates, <laughs> yeah, we've had one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 one, one in holland so mate keep doing what you're doing because this is the thing like you were saying because they can set themselves to being anywhere mm. you could be connecting with them in australia but they might be in portugal they might be in thailand they might yeah, they be anywhere yeah right? i think a couple of them so that, are definitely from um uh from
0: the east way so like indonesia and thailand so cool yeah
1: and that they're, they're listening <laughs> <laughs> at least once <laughs> oh, at least once and that's all we need mate like for me I was as a kid very into colouring in standing between the lines I'm watching the map get coloured in it's satisfying I'm looking at it and I'm like ah oh, the countries are colouring themselves in New Zealand hasn't done yet so yeah I'll pop over to New over Zealand there. and we'll, we'll get that sorted yeah. we, we failed miserably in the Nordics though yeah they didn't I, I said they'd like Travis Pepper and they obviously didn't because yeah. there's Nothing. Nothing. No. Well, joy actually, there, so. I have matched. Like, I think it's
0: leftover matches or whatever. But but people have matched with are from even though I'm in Australia now, I've matched with some people in uh, Sweden and Norway. So one what, last
1: leftover matches. I don't know. Like, like,
0: I think they swiped when I was there, but I didn't swipe them yet, and then I did i don't know i don't know
1: how it works right, um okay. as you know i'm not qualified for this if i'm perfectly honest um this- nobody is we're creating new <laughs> things mate remember that this is going to be what we make our millions of tinder marketing tinder we marketing, will be the creators yes. of nice. Tinder marketing
0: well what are we actually um,
1: marketing for should we at
0: least start <laughs> doing some <laughs> oh, of yeah, we have reviews you-
1: and uh and oh, the well, like okay sorry yeah 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 let <laughs> us do it so this week, we are we haven't talked about what we're doing this week, have we? We're doing 13th, is that right? Yeah, we're doing we're doing th- uh, the documentary 13th by Ava
0: DuVernay, uh, the album Rationale by Rationale, and Silent Alarm by Block
1: Party. And By the Block Party. Which was yeah, okay, awesome.
0: Cool. Uh, really interesting this week, especially after last week, because we, we did Invisible Women uh, last week, yep. and Holy Holy, at the band, um, and their album, When the Storm Comes, which was cool. So more yeah, music mate. this week and more information and enlightening times. So I've I've got in my that, notes actually, because I copied my notes from last week. I've just got a thing in my notes that says hairy chest. And I was like, What the ah, hell? Okay. Oh, that's last week's So that was you at the Doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No nothing nothing <laughs> no, new. You there. At the doctor's. Um, no.
1: Yeah. I've I've really enjoyed that holy holy album, mate. Mm. And um I've had it on again. Um Well it's a good job we put and, it in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, very pleased with that decision actually. Um the guy that recommended it also sent us a really nice message as well. Did you did you, did you see that? I like, he ba- briefly saw it I think. Um but go on. He he ba- he, ba- he basically said I should have I should have had it up because it's a really nice message, but it basically says um I was skeptical when I first started listening to this. Thought it's going to be shit basically. Um but you guys are actually all right. You're doing some good stuff, so keep it up. So That's like, like, like yeah, most people we'll when that. they meet us. <laughs> yeah, they look very disappointing. These two. Okay, little bit of avavum. Uh, we're growers. Um, we gro- Yeah, for sure. And I'm still holding on to that hope. <laughs> I'm not letting go of it. I'm, I'm due a, I'm due a growth spurt anytime soon. That's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, babe, babe. <laughs> uh, it will, it will happen. Yeah, yeah, it will yeah, happen. Yeah. Yeah. But um thirteenth? Are we going to start with thirteenth? Um,
0: I don't know we usually save the albums to last. Do you want to shake things up yeah. and do the albums first, or or? or oh,
1: do we, I'm do a creature we stick- of habit. I'm a creature of habit. Creature yeah. habit. All right, <laughs> let's do
0: 13th then. Let's do 13th.
1: Cool, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I think that one's meatier as well. Mm. I think 13th is. I think we should always start with the meat first, meat course first, and then music course second. <laughs> or, course. No, sometimes the mu- sometimes the music might be the meat though. Remember that. Sometimes the uh, music, that
0: sounds like it should be really profound, but it's not. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Mate, it comes, it's well, one you, of the chapters you... in the more, in the more on Bible. <laughs> <laughs> one of the chapters is
0: sometimes the mu- <laughs> The music the, is the, the music meat.
1: can be the meat. Yeah. Oh
0: dear. Okay. Yeah. So 13th, uh, it's a documentary sure. on Netflix by um, Ava DuVernay uh it's an in-depth look at the prison system in the united states and so how mm. that connects and relates to the history of racial inequality in the us so i i should have guessed from the title and the cover that this is set <laughs> in the us but we had so many um, yep. we had so many recommendations and stuff for uh this during the black lives matter um blackout tuesday and stuff like that that we um we, this seems to be the most popular. So how was it for you, like, uh, learning about the US kind of side of things?
1: Yeah, well, it's not about what, yeah, it's about the, the, the criminal justice system over there, right? Mm. Not what's going on with George Floyd. Yeah, just yeah, to, not, not the stuff that's just happening to, now. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, it's the stuff that's been happening over the last hundred years, really, isn't it? and the criminal justice system. Um mate, I used these words last week, I'm going to use them again. Um so it's going to be a bit repetitive, mm-hmm. but it's eye-opening. Do you know, like it's it was an eye-opening documentary into the way that, that that black people are treated by the criminal justice system in the UK. Um what I what I found is such a weird one, isn't it? What I found really shocking was that you know, it went back to the start of actually Okay, talking about how the 13th Amendment that abolished slavery um, actually kind of had a, they, they call it a loophole in the documentary, whereby yeah. if you're a criminal, you lose your rights. So ultimately, it's a loophole to say, yeah, we've abolished slavery, but we can kill, stick kill, we can still keep people as slaves because of the fact that mm. actually if we classify you as a criminal, you lose all your human rights, basically, and we can still bang you up, yeah. which is a really, which for me was like... Okay, if that, and we're never going to be able to clarify it. But if that was done on purpose, as in as the, a the actual hole,
0: amendment, the loophole was put in there, or there just happened to be a loophole which people exploited.
1: Yeah, yeah. That see, there, there's a big difference there, and we'll and we'll and we'll never know hmm. because part of you goes, well, you still want criminals locked up, right? And you still want them to be pay pay their dues and do their time. So you kind of see where that's come from. But the documentary plays it out almost like it was a loophole that was put in there on purpose. Oh, right. it, do you see what I mean? I kind of I kind of got the feeling that like they kinda, they kind of went
0: obviously we, we we can't really empathize with the people who made this rule but it was like as you said, you know, yeah, we want everyone to be free but we also need to keep criminals and then because it was mainly the southern states that started doing this. The no, the the northern and western states didn't uh exploit this as much because what it talks about at some point in the documentary is basically um f- new they were called free men um, in those southern states, fled those southern states um, to go to uh, New York uh, and the West Coast and stuff like that so that they could get away from the people who were exploiting uh, this rule, mm. um, which is quite interesting because um, that kind of divided the, the uh, documentary into two parts, really, um, as mm. well. So, it, well, decided d- that divided some of the sections because obviously in all of this lynching was very heavily... Um, Yeah, concentrated in the southern states, and I think around uh, between four or five thousand black people were lynched uh, up until 1950. And these are all; these were all from um, these. These what caused these was stuff like made a white girl feel uncomfortable because they were just black, and like that was the reason. It's like, oh, you looked at her, so we're going to kill you, and we're going to use that as an excuse to kill you. And so it was, yeah. It, it's pretty fucked, and it's the so the the Third Amendment, thir, sorry, Thirteenth Amendment says uh, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist in the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So the focus was put on that, except as a punishment for crime, and so what the documentary mm-hmm. then talks about is like the the standards of what constituted as a crime dropped, and suddenly people were getting put away for petty theft uh, in a way that they weren't prior to this, just so that they could recriminalize people and then keep them as slaves. Um, which was quite, this it's, it's this is the thing that I found with um, reading Invisible Women and this documentary and all of these documentaries that I'm doing is I found it more, easier and easier to put myself in the shoes of said oppressors and kind of without being able to check every single reference, every single source, like no one has the time yep. for this. These people have done this research already. So like we, yeah, we're we we we're not doing that, but my kind of surface level, does this make sense, is to put myself in the shoes of the oppressors and go, let's say that my only goal is to keep slaves. Mm-hmm. Would I do this? No, morals aside, you know, if I, if my one goal was to keep slaves, is this something that would be done? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a, like, as far as plans go, that is a not morally good, but a um, a well thought out method of keeping slaves by exploiting this. So I have no, I I don't have any doubts
1: that people would do that uh, in order to do it, which is quite it, yeah. It's thing. interesting you say that because I've I've made a note on saying actually if you were in that situation. And you were brought up in that world would you be the same because i think it's a really interesting thing to consider is actually you look at these people and, you know like like how statues of winston churchill or you know like historians are being pulled down historical figures are being pulled down because of they used to be racist um i don't agree with that personally like defacing the statues and i understand that being racist is not a good thing but i was wondering if you lived in that world, would you have followed suit or would you have been different? Because it's almost like the norm for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're brought up and and that is the norm for you. We'll talk about it in a bit, but I've written about the whole propaganda piece that the American government did, right? It's a huge propaganda scandal and people are in the middle of that. And mm. I sat there and thought, Luke, would would you would you be like that? And I, And I kind of compared it to, I know it's not the same thing, but i kind of compared it to eating meat right people eat meat at the moment and it's the norm and we live in this world that you could argue there's propaganda around the fact that we need to eat meat and that and, and that it's the norm so everybody eats meat right and mm-hmm. and that's not a problem i'm fine with that in 500 years time will stuff come out be it that being like actually the government it was a whole big propaganda thing and people were eating meat and they didn't have to eat meat and how could they eat and kill animals and you know will people look they might not It might be completely normal for us to eat meat, but will people look back at people like us and say, they ate meat, they're disgusting. But we didn't know because we're in this, do you you see what I'm trying to say? We're Mm. in this bubble that tells us that's what we should do. So I was trying to think back, if I was in that situation, I'd like to say that I wouldn't be like that and Mm. that I would see everybody as equal and that I wouldn't be on that bandwagon. But it did get me thinking when you watch how in the documentary they talk about the kind of, words and language that the american government would use and the media would use things like um super predators that stood out to me they called black people super predators you know in the news it was like beware be aware be aware of super predators and like if i was sitting there seeing that on the news super predators i'd probably fall for that do you know what i mean i'm a simple human being (laughs) you know you know this (laughs) but one of the things that the
0: one of the um the, one of the public figures in there was talking about I can't remember his name specifically, but he said, you know, lots of people would be like, oh, I wouldn't be like that back in the day. I wouldn't stand for that. And it's like, Yeah. You know, five thousand black people were lynched during between I think it was like 1877 and 1950. One thousand white people were also lynched as sympathizers. You know? So if you're there right. if you're there being like, right. you know, oh, I'd stand up and I think a lot of people would like to think that they would, but when yeah. your life's on the line as well and like,
1: Yeah, and that's things, interesting.
0: And, and parents with their kids, they don't want their kids to die, you know, so they're not going to encourage, necessarily encourage their kids to go out there and fight yeah. for the rights. And so this is why it becomes, and this is what we talk about, it's, it's, it's struct- um systemic racism because it's inbuilt um it's structural because you if you have a two a couple of generations that are connected and only a certain amount of information is passed down to the next generation that's all they have to take forward to the next, and so yeah true you know it only takes a couple of generations to wipe like a mentality out, obviously you know that's only theoretically you can't actually probably do that in practice because of how connected we are in this modern world, but you saw that in like um Nazi Germany. Um, Well, we didn't see it. We weren't around at the time, obviously, but, (laughs) you know, uh, this propaganda went out and it was, um, from what I've picked up from what I've learned uh, about Nazi Germany, you know, a lot of adults um, were, were kind of more questioning it, but it was kids. It was teenagers that are like really wanting to stand up for the Fuhrer and stuff like that because... This is what they've seen on the TV. This is what they've. Yeah. This is what they've yeah, witnessed, yeah. and they don't know any better. Yep. Kids are pretty stupid, to be honest. Like speaking as a, pr- I'm a
1: recovered stupid kid, really, to be honest. You know. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that with too much confidence, mate. No, <laughs> just...
0: <laughs> so it's um. So it's really interesting how people would say, "Oh, back then I wouldn't be like that." Um, yeah
1: it's interesting. You, you can't.
0: And I think that's kind of I don't think it, it these kind of documentaries are designed for people to go like, "Oh, well, who I am now, I would have been so much better back in the past like than all these other people." I don't think it's actually about that. It's not meant to be so necessarily okay. retrospective, but it's meant it's meant to be you're meant to take that on board for the future, I feel. Like this is yeah. This this is no, remember it, how your actions are going to affect the world and and what's going to happen in the future. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it just got me thinking about myself and and how I think I would be. Um, and as I say, it got me thinking about how people are judging historical figures from the past and pulling them down because of their actions. And you think think about the scenario, think about what they were in. Like, yes, we need to change and we need to move forward, but do we need to pull down historical figures because they were racist in the past? Uh, I don't know. Do, you know. do you know that? That's the thing that I was trying to kind of get my head around mm. is that actually, okay, I don't think we should judge the judge the people in the past. It's happened. We should learn from it, but we shouldn't wreck, you know, the the history of the country because of it. Um, even even though it's not great. But the, sorry, just to kind of chuck one final thing in there because I was going to get it out and I didn't get it out last time. I just want to quickly say it before I forget it. Um, the, there was a black lady in the documentary who made a really interesting point that actually there was black people at the time that also fell for the propaganda and were also seeing, you know, people that are the same races themselves as super predators and as a problem and things like that, which I thought was really interesting yeah. when she actually came out and said, Do you know what? It wasn't, it's primarily white people, but there were black people as well mm-hmm. that were falling for the facade that the, uh, the, the United States government were creating at the time, mm. which was interesting.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy because, um thing is uh, again about putting yourself in the shoes of the of the the oppressors the the uh the aggressors is like again if you're a politician and your only worry is about re-election then we've we've seen it recently with trump just give the people who are going to vote for you what they want you know that's that's the plan yeah so trump trump's campaign noticed that there was um um, a, an ex- a, a method that you could exploit for these, uh, quote, underrepresentative white working class people. Um, mm-hmm. And so they went, okay, these guys make up a big chunk of the population that's panned to them. We'll get into the White House because these people are all going to vote for, for, for this person. So I can see how this progressed and they talk about it a lot in the documentary when they start talking about the war on crime and the war on drugs so this is when the so uh, the the documentary itself starts with the fact that uh, the US has 5% of the world's population and Mm. 25% of the world's prisoners Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the opening statement and uh, it's here in the 1970s um, that the rate of incarceration started to uh, shoot up and that was, mm-hmm. um, I think it was Ronald Reagan, uh, era where they started uh, talking about this war on drugs, this war on crime. And they introduced, um, the mandatory sentencing. So even if you're, um, so what, what it was before mandatory sentencing is that you, you, you do a crime, you go to court, the, um, allegedly impartial judge would judge the required sentence for your time. So it wasn't just theft, mm-hmm. you had to go to jail for this amount of time, the judge would go, mm. you stole a loaf of bread because you're starving, okay, community service, right, and then by doing community service, you know, you know, you don't do that again, or you stole a load of um, the, die, like medicine or something like that, oh, okay, that's worth four years or whatever. But yeah, with mandatory sentencing, there was a set amount, and then... As prisons then got privatised and companies started taking over uh, and, and yeah, profiting, they kind of went, mm. oh, actually, we like it when the prisons are full. We like it when the sentences are long, because that means the government's paying us more money because we own the prisons. So yep. that's when um, uh, private prison contractors emerged and they made this um, this independent group um, called, I think it was eventually called Alec. Alec. yeah. Yeah, Um, ALEC. And basically, they started uh, proposing, doing the work for the politicians, writing these bills, proposing them, and basically, they were doing everything that they can to encourage uh, the construction of prisons and keep prisons full. And Mm -hmm. then people in these groups started using the prisoners for labour. So then we're back to this whole thing again of being able to own people, and they're getting free or reduced labour... Because all
1: of these criminals are being put to work. Um, yeah. Which. Yeah, some big brands in there as well that were doing that. Yeah, I think.
0: I, I, know, I Vic- just remember Victoria's Walmart.
1: Secret, was it Victoria's Secret or Ann Summers? Like one of the big, one of those guys were. Yeah. The, the biggest one Definitely. I remember was Walmart. Um,
0: But it's just, just typical, typical child getting caught doing something uh, that it shouldn't be. It was only once. All of the Alex stuff ended up becoming public. That all these companies went, oh, oh, we didn't know about this. Oh, wash our hands of this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you're kind of going yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Did, did you not know, Did you not know? Or are yeah, you just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is it now just bad for business to be associated with it? So, not that I want to put they, words. They, in they didn't mouth, talk
1: so. about this company, but one of the companies that caught my eye on the documentary was Google. Were on there. Um, Google on there was one of the companies that, that support Alec and they didn't talk about Google at all, but they just put a pic they just put a picture of all these different brand logos and said these are all the companies and Google were on there. And I was like, Oh that's interesting. Wouldn't have expected Google. Um mm. but it's yeah, a bit a bit of a sight. It's like a that. It's sci- like point. that Simpsons episode where
0: Google takes over the world and Lisa's just like, yeah, you've I've not seen you've, you've it. You've brainwashed us all. You've uh, you're controlling everything, but by God, Google, you're a damn good search engine. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> We're happy yeah. to accept it. Because Google's such an integral um, part of life not, right now. If it suddenly turned up that, you know, oh, they were they're, they're still involved with stuff like that, you'd be like, so many again it's to do with all this just like oh but it's been so normal for so long why do i have to change you know that's a mentality that a lot of people have it's like 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 you said with the meat thing you know you know if all of the governments just suddenly went eating meat is the worst thing that we can currently do uh we're going to be encouraging everyone for going vegan and then everyone will be like it's my right you know i i want to eat meat and it's like it's just because you're used to it if you're growing up eating vegetables no meat i'm Sure, yep. you think completely differently, but yeah, whatever. Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. A- absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So, um, I obviously did my little like digging around and my little thing, and um, like one of the one of the question marks I had with yeah. this documentary is they talk about the numbers, um, but I wanted to know what I thought they could have done better. There's a few things I thought they could have done better in the documentary. The first one was um, I wanted to know actually kind of what the splits were. More because they talk about the numbers and the increase, but that's everybody, right? And, we, and, and the documentary specifically aimed at Black people, mm-hmm. and it was like there isn't enough information here. In my mind, there was a little bit, but it wasn't enough around the splits in terms of um, how how big the percentages of African Americans yeah. that are kind of locked up. Um, and I did I just throw some things at you. I found the NAACP, which I'd never heard of before. Um, I assume you've not heard of them either. I don't. I don't really know too much about them, um, mm-hmm. but they're the National Association National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. That's what that stands for. Okay. Um, interestingly, they disagree with the, the stat in the documentary mm-hmm. um, about five percent and twenty five percent. They say the United States make, the United States makes up five percent, and it's twenty one percent of the world's prisoners. I mean, it's not a big difference, but I thought it's interesting that mm-hmm. they didn't. Kind of a line. Um, but some of the disparities are pretty crazy. So in 2014, African Americans constituted for 2.3 million, which is 34%. So 34% of the 6.8 million mm-hmm. um, that were in. African Americans were five times more likely to be incarcerated than, than white people. Mm-hmm. Um, the imprisonment rate for African American women. Is twice that of white women, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I which I thought was, was interesting. Um so if Af- so this is a, this this last one I'll give you if African Americans and Hispanics were incarcerated at the same rates as whites, uh prison, jail, and populations would decline by almost forty percent. Hmm. Forty percent would it would decline by And is that the same so. rate
0: as in same uh exact same number? Because also if you bear in mind that um the US is only made up it's seventy two percent of the US uh identify as white and twelve percent of the US right. identify as black. So if you had like Do they? Yeah, didn't know that. So then if you go you know, if it's if you've got like, you know, a hundred people and one black person goes to jail, one white person goes to jail, that's one in twelve Black people have gone to jail, and one in seventy-two white people have gone to jail. So you've also got to bear oh, in yeah. mind like that kind of stuff as well. That, to me, that yeah. makes it even more crazy because um, obviously, if, you, if you're saying there's this many million, that's a huge like that's there's a far greater chunk of. Of course, it's I think it, that would be like in the uh, point percentages of the you know general population, but it's still a big chunk considering how many people you'd expect to be. Going to jail.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It is crazy. And, and when you talk about that, about expecting people to go to jail, that's another point that I felt like I really would have liked the documentary to dive into. So it talks about all these people getting chucked in jail, right? Mm-hmm. And how bad it is. But there's got to be a percentage of those that should be locked up. Of course. Right, there's right. got to be a... Per- yeah, there's got to be a percentage of those that should be put away. And it didn't talk about any of that. Like, it would have been really powerful if they'd have gone... Okay, all these people are getting thrown away and we've done some kind of research or some kind of looking into it and we reckon that this percentage kind of it's unjust because out of those people that are chucked in jail, maybe 100% of them should have been chucked into jail and the the American justice system is on the money. Mm. highly unlikely right <laughs> but <laughs> just gonna quickly bring up the stats for Sweden here <clears <clears <throat> just, uh... do, do not stick that as a uh, as a short on the <laughs> on the Travis Pepper Instagram because no, no. i look like a right dickhead yeah. but um, but you get what I'm trying to say like it would have been good if they'd have said actually you know we we do need some kind of law and order and 70% of the people that are locked up the the, the African Americans you know that is like it's correct like that many people should have been locked away and it is just because you know they have committed crimes and felonies that deserve that kind of punishment or there was 40% or there was 50% but i watched it and i was kind of like yes it's the numbers are crazy but i don't know how bad that is because i don't know how accurately mm-hmm. you are how the how accurate the american justice system is at correctly sentencing these people? Well, they do mention something that you could potentially extrapolate
0: from. I haven't got the exact statistics oh, here, on. but they say... Um, I must have the, missed that. They, they compare the exact same crime uh, between uh, uh, a black person and a white person. And I think the average was... Oh God, I really don't want to quote stats, but um, that, that I haven't got in front of me, but a, a black person is God, much likely to this. This another... have a longer sentence than a white person for the same crime. So if you take that, of course, I can't do the maths so that's,
1: for this. But that's a longer sentence still for a crime, right? So, But what you're saying is it's, it's unjust that they're serving a longer sentence. Okay, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah,
0: But of course, if you're serving yeah, a of, longer you. sentence, then you're going to be in there for longer, so you'll be part of the statistics for longer. So therefore, you will be part of this bigger amount of population. Got it, so yeah. you sh- so yeah, there yeah, is a yeah. point where you, sh- technically, let's say that the crime didn't deserve that long of a sentence. There comes a point where you shouldn't be in jail. Because your sentence should have been st- shorter. So then you're adding to this statistic that you shouldn't be adding to, technically. And that, that's, why the, that's why, that's how the statistic of the percentage of people will still work if you take those two things into account. Yeah, I, I think it could have been, yeah. um, uh, that could have maybe been focused on um, a bit better. But because I've started Maybe the, TV- the
1: data's not there. Do you know what I mean? Maybe at the same time, they did try and look at it, but the American justice system doesn't have that. You know, they classify it as, yep, yeah, everybody deserves to be in there. So maybe they can't do it. I was just thinking about it then. Maybe the American government would say, well, yeah, we've, we've nailed this. Mm. You know, everybody that's in jail should be in jail.
0: Yeah. And what they're okay. doing is
1: saying the numbers don't add up. I don't know. Uh, it, it might be, what I'm just thinking there is it actually, I'm, I'm kind of saying it would have been nice to know. Maybe they can't get access to that number.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the interesting Uh, thing is that is there are countries that do have that number and countries like sweden um for example uh because i think i don't know if this is just something i've read alongside this but um i've been very um fascinated with sweden as a country over over the years and their prison um sweden is renowned for being like very liberal very progressive and it mainly focuses on rehabilitation of prisoners Mm mm-hmm and so they have uh, the lowest reoffending rate in the whole of Europe at 16%. Um nice. And I don't know what the, that I remember seeing that that figure was significantly higher for the US because um, I think I think there was a fact somewhere that it was like if you go to prison it significantly raises your chances of going to prison again whereas in Sweden if you go to prison your chances of going to prison reduce afterwards. Um and so the p- prison population in Sweden's been falling. Uh, a lot. And they focus on, uh, like training people with different skills. Um, and someone, um, a prisoner from the U S uh, when, when they were interviewed by the Daily Mail, they said that, um, in the, in the U S when you leave prison, you leave with two bin bags of clothes and your life's just been in poor on pause and you just go away with all the bad habits that you went in before. But in Sweden, okay. Um, you're, you're made to study, uh, you take part in university courses, uh, and then they start looking for job looking, for jobs for you for when you get out of those prisons as well. Um, so they have a much lower um, rate, which I think is, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like this works. And I think personally, a lot of my ideologies, my political ideologies come from education. I think education everywhere should be approved and and improved to be as much as it could be. But uh, uh, in doing research about all of these subjects, I understand why people in power don't necessarily want that. Um, yeah, you only need two percent of the British population to be educated for the country to run. Wow, you only yeah
1: only need two percent of them to to be. Uh, so we're still one percent off then at the moment. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so like there's there is no need for everyone
0: right. to be this educated, so why do it um which so yeah, I can totally okay. see why the why the politicians are doing this don't agree with it at all in the slightest um of course, I feel like everyone should uh be taught how to learn how to question how to criticize and um mm, and all mm. of that, and you know I think that because of that mentality that's why we're doing what we're doing now and looking into this um but yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. because Sweden is so liberal that the these um this is one of the biggest positives uh in that country. At the moment, and I could I could talk about this. Do you know the guy called the rapper uh, journalist uh, Akela? No. Okay, so he's going to be one of the people that I'm going to get you to no. look into uh, at some point as well. Um, basically, okay. this guy was born in the social, the economic, the social economic bottom two percent of the country, and mm-hmm. he managed to become educated into the top one um, percent. Um, nice. and he, he, he does a big comparison. Like the, he says, basically that the only reason that he got into that is because the Afro-Caribbean immigrants, uh, run these things called, uh, Saturday schools. And he learned everything in the Saturday schools because the level of That's education cool. over there was in, in Caribbean is, um, much higher than the UK when it was a UK colony as well. Um, and they were all educated to be British, but as soon as they got to the UK, the UK schools were teaching them crap. And they thought they were going to come over and unlock this huge, big bit of education. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was kind of felt like, you know, keeping the population dumb in a way. Um, and I can see why that would benefit people of uh, power. But people can be educated and people can learn. So to then... So if someone you said as a counter-argument, it's like, well, they're criminals, so they're never going to learn, are they? They can, mm. you know? Um mm-hmm. And we can't go into details on, like, why people are in prison and all the psychological reasons and the social reasons. We can't go into that now. That hasn't been something that we've looked into. But um, at least the majority of people, I feel like, would, um, with the right education, the the right psychological help, uh, would be able to recover. And there is proof of this in places like uh, Sweden and the Scandinavians. And, yeah, saying that the US is, like, You kind of we, we're we theorizing like you know what if they're what if they're doing it right and i i would say that there's probably evidence to suggest that they are not necessarily doing it right depending on what right is
1: like you know what you're trying to achieve mm. so yeah 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 okay because I'll, I'll send you an article um that i found as well A t- the, t- the title is and this completely contradicts and this is what does my head in about the world is it's so hard to find the truth mm-hmm. you know you watch that netflix documentary and you think yeah okay, this is great, but then I've got two more points that I'll make to you um, before we round it off that make me go, is this documentary telling the truth? Is it not? I don't know. Is the article that I found a lie, but I found an article from 2020 with the headline, Black Imprisonment Rate in the US Has Fallen by a Third Since 2006. And this article goes on to explain how the imprisonment rate is at its lowest level in more than two decades. Its greatest decline has come across... Uh, has come among black Americans whose imprisonment rate have decreased 34% since 2006 and it's showing you uh, all the stats, all the articles all the graphs um, around how it's it's fallen by a third which completely contradicts what we saw on the Netflix documentary mm-hmm. what the fuck do you believe? well I don't, do you know what I mean? I, I, it's, it's like the world is mad
0: these kind of stats, I feel like you could quite easily spin in different ways, because um, the 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 prison population has been rising in the U.S. Like, but you could also say that the prison population per capita has been changing. So we just saw it, in the documentary we just saw a fixed number going up. So we just saw the total mm. amount of prisoners, but also the population has been increasing. So it could have reduced by a percentage as well. Um, so right, okay. So it'd be, be quite you.
1: interesting. I'll have to read. The, See, read this is article what blows
0: my mind. So we could, uh, we could. Go yeah, into yeah. I'll,
1: I'll send it to you. But yeah. The interesting thing about it is that um, the African Americans are still way higher than white people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's still a huge like gap between the two. Yeah. And I don't know how they figure this out, right? Because it says um So it says that there were. Hang on, let me find the numbers so I get it right. Okay, cool. So it says that there were uh, 1,501 black prisoners for every 100,000 black adults. So if you've got black adults, you get 1,501 black prisoners from that selection Uh compared to 2,261 per 100,000 in 2006 so that's the numbers on that so it's got it's gone from 2,261 per 100,000 down to 1,501 um but if you compare that to whites it was 324 per 100,000 white people it's now 268 so you're talking of a gap and now today 100 and uh african americans 1,501 uh, and and whites 26 No, 2,268, sorry. (laughs) get my numbers all confused. Yeah, okay. So there's a huge gap there. Mm. I'll definitely send you this to have a look at, um, because it's interesting. The other thing that I did a bit of looking into, um, you'll remember from the documentary, The Case of Zimmerman. What was his first name? Do you remember his first name? Oh, um... (laughs) This is how much looking into it I did. George. George Zimmerman? Was, Was it George Zimmerman? Let's have a look. He's Come the on. he's the guy is that good. shot the kid in the hoodie. Um Correct. George Zimmerman, you were correct. And he he was let off because he felt like his life was threatened. Um Trayvon Morton Trayvon he, Martin, he yeah. shot. Yeah, Trayvon Morton. He shot him and George Zimmerman got away um with self defence. So he um he wasn't sentenced to anything, which is mental, right? So the Netflix documentary goes, this guy shot a black kid um, and he didn't get any repercussions from it because he claimed self-defense. Now, what they leave out, which I can send you, and this is what annoys me, because if you're trying to convince a skeptic, right, give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. If, if you're trying to convince somebody that is racist that they need to change their mindset Mm -hmm. if you give them false information or give them a reason not to believe you which i can kind of argue now they just go well the whole documentary is a lie i'm not going to listen to it whereas i think actually it's very good the documentary but with this case they didn't tell you that zimmerman um so the the medical reports and again this might not be true but abc news reported that the medical report shows he had a broken nose two black eyes and two lacerations on the back of his head Mm-hmm. so there was obviously some kind of physical assault on him whether that justified him shooting the boy not saying it did but what netflix leave out is netflix leave out that actually he was attacked and there there was some kind of physical damage that happened to like physical um repercussions before he shot the boy and they don't mention that in the documentary they leave they, they paint a picture that it was completely um what's the word when you don't like unprompted no no what's the word come on help me out yeah un unprecedented uh, uncle unc- yeah they, 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 in the netflix in the netflix documentary they make it sound like george just shot him for no reason now the kid obviously punched him the kid obviously hit him at the back of the head cut his head open in the back before he shot him mm. um we- well, whether well that's quite interesting because i've never I, I,
0: I looked into this and i didn't i did not find th- those details of um
1: it, what, again what i'll send, I'll send you i'll send you the article. Yeah, closed fr- closed fracture of his nose, pair of black eyes, and two lacerations to the back of his head, with a minor back injury. Mm. Right, and, and and then and then and then you find something like that, and then you go, well, the whole Netflix documentary is shit, then. And I don't think it is. I think it's very good, but they but they do stuff like that where it's not quite accurate. And then if you find a, if you find a racist or a skeptic, somebody that supports Trump, and they find this information out that I've just given you, they go, it's fake news. Mm. Yeah. And you don't and you don't win, a do you know what I mean? That's exactly and and that and that's why I'm making this point is because they need to be as tight as they can. Because as soon as you a little bit of misinformation, the the skeptics out there go, well, do you know what? You're fake news, you're propaganda. Yeah. Because this is actually what happened and you go, "Oh, for fuck's sake, well, we've lost an audience." Yeah, because
0: he did uh, Zimmerman did uh he did accuse the government of uh inflating racial tensions and stuff like that um during the court thing. Did he? Uh
1: yeah. yeah so see- um, it's it's mad and then but do you know what the problem is? The big problem here is guns. That's what the problem is, and I stand by that. Like he was a community support officer, this George Cinnamon, and he was um he was allowed to carry a gun. So he was approved to carry a gun and he was like some kind of community support officer. So he wasn't just a random out that shot somebody. He was following the kid because he was doing his community support duty and he thought this guy looks like he's uh, up to no good. There was obviously some kind of kerfuffle and he shot him. Um but to me I'm like it's guns. Yeah. You know, like why are they still carrying guns? And then I, I've, I've known about this and I don't know if, if you know, if you ever looked into uh, when Australia removed guns in 1996, they made guns illegal. After
0: the, uh, the mass shooting. Did you know this? There was the mass yeah, shooting.
1: Yeah. yeah. One of the mass shooting. So the, uh, and this always blows my mind, right? So Australia removed 700,000 guns from the country um, after the mass shooting in 1996 in Tasmania, where 35 people were killed. Now, if you want to know the stats, right? Before the um 18 years, if you, if you look at the stats 18 years be- uh, before the 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 gun ban, there was 13 mass, mass shootings which is classified as more than 5 people. So 18 years before the ban, 13 mass shootings where more than 5 people were killed. Yeah. In the 22 years since the ban, there's been zero. Right. Wow. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> and, and, and that's what blows my mind about America. Is they're like, it's my right, it's my right to carry a gun. I'm like, dude, if you took the guns away, people stop shooting. It, it, it seems to me so simple. Like, take the guns away, people yeah. stop shooting each other. I'm getting, I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, but Forget yeah, you. I think it, <laughs> I, I understand where you're I coming think, from. I think on the. Yeah. I agree with that. yeah i think i think on the whole the documentary is very good it's very eye-opening there's a lot in there that makes you like again think about yourself and question yourself and and the whole white privilege yeah. thing fantastic um you know doing some more diving into it maybe they could have tightened up in certain areas but all documentaries are like that yeah if i go back to the vegan thing the game changers documentary they're like that you know it's like 70 percent of it's really good stuff and then 30 percent of it's like you could have tightened the screws a little bit i feel the same about these guys yeah. if i'm going to criticize them i think maybe they should have tightened the screws but on the whole the message is fantastic yeah it was Um, it was documentary is well worth a watch as well yeah it was i would say definitely
0: very very uh worth a watch i think the um the way they the way they conclude it as well is um so that they start talking about you know the prison um you get the history a bit it's a bit of a history lesson it's really well spaced out with the timeline stuff as you get to the modern day and the um the ending of the uh, of the documentary are the um which was the most real, was the uh, dash cam footage, the uh, phone camera footage ah, okay. of all of the fatal yeah, shootings yeah. by um, police as well, which was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's the kind of thing... It, if you hadn't... <laughs> if you're not empathising or sympathising throughout the documentary already, if you get to that point, it kind of really hammers everything home. And I think I thought that was... Yeah, it does. ...crazy. So... Yeah, it's so. horrible. Yeah, um, I think we should put this in um, as something to watch oh 100% but of course everybody keep, keep your yeah, yeah, yeah. critical minds
1: 100%. and stuff like that as well obviously yeah yeah but, yeah um, 100% it goes in we've, we've spoken about it for a long time yeah we have you know I, I just had a, I just had a quick look we've waffled on for fucking ages it's so about an hour no, um, yeah. It, it uh, yeah it goes to sh- it goes to show that it is a uh, interesting documentary it's well worth a listen a well worth a watch oh a um, listen oh speaking of which of- <laughs> 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 ha six it's the motherfucking circle right yeah Um, cool so we also um talk to me
0: we we had two albums so um as we if you were listen to last week's episode what we decided is we wanted to listen to uh we want to watch documentaries books films and albums were all from black artists and writers or a commentary on race and black lives matters so this is what this is the theme i don't want to call it a theme it's this is what we're doing right now this is what we're yeah. doing Is better and yeah. so we had yeah, That's uh, what we decided to do I had You gave me block party And I gave you Rationale
1: um, Yeah um, Flip a coin I need to have a wee I need oh, to have a wee Oh no <laughs> I'm so sorry My bad habits Have come back this week I've had to wee And blow my nose And I really need a wee Sorry <laughs> Sorry 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 <laughs> You can flip a coin While I'm gone Flip a coin Okay Right I'll let you know <laughs> oh i'm back what was the result
0: the result i think i'm going first with uh
1: block party yeah okay let's do it i feel like i was speaking a lot at the end there so i'm happy that that turned out that yeah way. yeah if we can shut you up that's gonna be good i'm interested to hear what you think sorry what i'm interested to hear what you think <laughs> of these guys block party
0: okay cool so uh block party so this was silent alarm uh by block party which was their debut um album so this was out in 2005 so this was the same year as um uh the arctic monkeys album that we reviewed this is basically for those at home this is basically where luke's taste in music existed um 2005
1: so <laughs> haven't left the early 2000s I'm still, living, <laughs> still living in the place.
0: so um yeah so debut album indie rock album i'd say it's got uh album covers nice little plain white thing with some trees in it so really minimalist really chic and uh they had a couple of i didn't actually look at what singles were released on this album but i'll just get into kind of um i, I can have a good guess if you want to know. Um, well. Let me let me just get into
1: yeah, get, get stuck, stuck in. in.
0: So, um, at first, it's quite easy to, with the kind of production style on the album. It's kind of raw uh, sound. So, like when there's um, when the first track kicks in, like "Eating Glass," uh, which was my yeah, I think this nice. was my favorite on the album. Actually, I'm really going for these initial tracks at the moment big, on these albums. Big yeah,
1: it's big. Big opener. I was like "Eating Glass" is a great. I song. was
0: because I was like. I don't know why, but I kind of thought because Block Party were around and I had friends listening to Block Party, I was worried. I was like, have I already listened to Block Party and didn't like them? And so I got a bit worried. But then Like Eating Glass uh, came in, really nice raw drum tone, brilliant drum fills, and I love love the verse and the chorus. And I love the chorus because it kind of came out of nowhere. So because it's this intro track, there's a lot of build-up to it. And you're about halfway through the song or a bit more when the first chorus comes in and i loved it and i love the melody and the stuff that they went through and throughout the album uh they used quite simple harmony so the chords that they were using if you compare that to like the arctic monkeys that came out at the same time arctic monkeys was a bit more dissonant so like crazy chords just had a bit more of a punk feel but Mm-hmm. Uh, block party had a they had what i'd describe as quite an american emo harmony so they had very similar sound to uh jimmy eat world and uh, taking back sunday um these early 2000s american style bands so the kind of uh guitar lines the harmony and stuff that they were using was very very uh reminiscent well not reminiscent it was only a few years before very similar to that but they had mm. this kind of raw indie British production and of course his voice, yeah. very British style voice. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that really made yeah, them definitely. fit into the, in- nice. the, the English-British scene, which I thought was really cool. Um, I liked his voice uh, quite a lot um, and some of the melody lines that he uh, got into. Um, so it started really, really, really well. Um, Helicopter kind of came in as the second track. Really, really cool verses. Big two. Songs. yeah cool verses i had a like kind of um like this uh call and response uh thing but in the verses it's like uh, north to south and i was like my, my head was bobbing back and forward and i was like yeah okay cool 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 and of course um i wouldn't say uh, the, the guitar riff is isn't i wouldn't say it's a riff that you could like sing like a lot of classic rock guitar riffs you're just like you know you got the back in like you're like bam 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 but with the this
1: the yeah, okay. it's 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 not like it's a bit like sweet child of mine guns yeah, and you, Moses, can't go, you know that like yeah yeah it's it's a bit like you can't really that.
0: sing along to it but you hear it and you're just like, oh yeah, oh, ah, I've right.
1: Tune. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Cool guitarist throughout the whole of Helicopter, and in the pre-chorus they have the uh, the ooze, and they have this like stop on the guitar, so it's like ooh, yeah, 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 ooh, and like everything cuts out, and I thought that was really good. Uh, the chorus was cool as well. Um, this is when I started like really getting into the lyrics or trying to get into the lyrics because. Um, this album started really, really well for me. Like, but
1: it yep. it, it, it yeah, lost yep. it
0: for me as, as the thing went on. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. So it was, yeah, yeah, for sure. The lyrics are really, really ambiguous. Um, so I was listening and I was like, okay, I feel like he's kind of making a social commentary here with this song. Let's look up the lyrics. I read the lyrics and I go, I'm still not sure that he's kind of, on about it kind of the lyrics were kind of just i want to i don't want to say that they they were written because they fit where he wanted them to fit but they kind of seemed like a thought process like you know how random thoughts just pop into your head and you know what you're thinking i know make- <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that all the time man. i think i know why you like this album <laughs> okay <laughs> mm. Oh dear. But it was so yeah i couldn't the lyrics didn't cement and like i've said before um for me uh, a great album it, it's like it's like a great partner or, or, or someone that you're dating like the music and stuff is the good looks but then like when you get into the nitty-gritty like the lyrics and stuff that's like who they really are um so yeah this was so if i was describing this album i'm on a night out i'm at a bar and i've double take i've done a double take on someone because i think they're very very attractive and now i'm starting to talk to them i'm going
1: Okay, There's not much here. No. Not, not much going yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. I love that. I, I love little metaphor. Is it a metaphor, this or an analogy? Yeah. Let get an, them right. But I love, I love, <laughs> I love, yeah. I love these meta analogy things yeah. that we're doing. And
0: oh, no. Maybe this is my favorite song, actually. Positive Tension comes up next. Um, And what I, I, okay. I think really worked as a great, for, really well for this song was the intro bass line got me interested. So I just go. it's the kind of thing it kicks in and I'm just like, oh oh okay right this is quite interesting um so that got me going with that song Mm -hmm. um and it had a really really nice build-up with the bass and the drums throughout it and i loved the uh call and response for the "Run, run 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 and then he comes back with this this like really really big he's he's not belting it he's kind of like He's not screaming it either, but it's like at the top of his range and he is like, you can hear it like with this kind of desperate kind of sound to it, which I thought was really cool. Um, so these three songs were awesome and I've put them in playlists for me to listen to. But I listened to the whole of Banquet, the fourth song. I like Banquet. I, I did not at all. I, I got to the end song. and I was like, did I Did not? I like Banquet. Eh.
1: I was going to say that's another song that I like. Okay.
0: So I got to the, I got to the end of Banquet. I went through it.
1: sounds so disappointed. I, w- I was because okay. I was like
0: <laughs> No, with me oh, then yeah. for liking that song. Oh, oh uh, you don't do okay. no. that. Oh. Oh. But we were like yeah, so I got to the end of that one I was like okay, right. And then um I got to uh Blue Light and it started to grab my attention again with the uh, really chill guitar riff but I was expecting Mm -hmm. some more and the highlight of me was like the last five seconds where there's this just like the bluest light, the bluest light, and then it fades. And I was like, okay, I was expecting a bit more. So I didn't really like those two songs. She's Hearing Voices was a grower for me. I didn't enjoy the song necessarily as in like, I'd sing along to it, I'd do this, but I felt myself like, jamming it like when it was playing for the third fourth time i was listening to it i was like i I was moving to it and like i'd I'd play along to this so Mm -hmm. that was that song was uh i thought when i got to she's hearing voices i was like oh maybe this is my favorite song but then i went back and listened to the first three tracks and i was like no it's it's not as good as these for me um Mm -hmm. and then you have modern love which is this cute little love song um love the riff uh on on that one the clean guitar riff um but i didn't think it worked nothing really happened to me until the bridge uh and then they just had this line which is uh, when they actually say modern love which worked really really well and the ending had a bit of bounce Mm -hmm. to it and i think i'd appreciate it if i saw it live um but um it it, it didn't it wasn't completely there um And so in the rest of my notes, this is the point where I started... You know how you said with Holy Holy they had a bit of a template with how they did the album? Yes, This is when I... I don't say this is a template. This is kind of like the opposite. So instead of... of, uh, I felt like they were repeating themselves. And like each of the songs has their own little unique bit, but it's not enough to make that song a song on its own. So it feels like they have one or two songs and what they did is... Mm -hmm played it a little bit faster, did it a little bit slower. They use the same melody quite a lot in all these. So instead of sounding like it sounded like one or two songs with slightly bit of, little different twists in it, as opposed to loads of individual songs, which have this overwhelming cohesive sound, which made it an album. But I mm. got to price the gasoline. I was like, the chorus is catchy. Why is this catchy? And I thought, Oh, it's the same chorus as helicopter. Okay. Um, uh, and okay. then, so here we are. Uh, I was like, cool. This is, Modern love, but not as good. And then Luno was the bridge from Helicopter, but I did like the solo in it. And then Pioneers, Plans, Compliments, I just did not enjoy at all, uh, any any Mm -hmm. of those songs. Mm -hmm. I thought they were very dull and boring. So this was... So, so I've, I've been talking to this, this 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 lady in the bar for a while, and I'm currently trying to work out how oh, we're back whether yeah, whether I'm, I'm trying to work. Out, so, we bought a, we've had a couple of rounds. We've had about four rounds. Her and I. What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking Magnus. I think I'm drink,
1: drinking Magnus. Okay, you're on pints of Magnus. I'm on pints. Of... What's she drinking?
0: She's drinking beer Wait. at the
1: moment. She's she's she... she's on the yeah, lagers. Yeah, she's on the lagers. Pints of lager. Pints of. Magnus who's paying for the rounds you split them them. we're splitting them splitting them very shit yeah like like it yeah one round round each you've just met her and you're in a bar what kind of bar is it give me a little bit of a bar Um,
0: it was it was uh, maybe a spoon style I'm not going in spoons because they laid off all their stuff um, uh, instead of furloughing
1: them so we're going to a nice local It's just your average average muckers bar she's a kind of like yeah but
0: but if you're going on a night out there you're talking to an average
1: mucker a little bit talking to an average mucker <laughs> who's dressing up a bit sinking pints of lager yeah. go so got it i'm initially attracted i don't think like it started
0: well there are some parts that i like average mucker. um but i'm missing <laughs> a little bit of substance right. and i'm trying to work out um if i got a number would i try and hang out maybe i'd go on a go, go for another drink maybe once but i don't think that i'm invested uh personally so this is this is annoying because when we're, we're doing albums as a whole because i would take the first three yeah. songs and i would listen to them loads but as an album yeah it's not doing it for me and i would not put it as a um i, I will not go but ba- probably won't go back and listen to this album again do you know
1: what mate i agree with everything you said yeah I like Block Party as a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Block Party as a band. And when we obviously had the theme, they popped to mind straight away. Right. Um. That's my favourite album. And they've got loads of individual tracks that I like, but they've never done an album for me that's been like that's in my album right. list. Okay. So, cool. I I com- I completely agree. Like I, I didn't. I like them as a band but when we were recommending those albums I was like I don't actually really like the album <laughs> um, I like right. I like helicopter I like helicopter I like like eating glass uh, I like banquet but I'm the same as you I find that after that you kind of like struggling to get through yeah. the album you know like you said the last three songs you're almost looking at the you're almost looking at Spotify or your watch thinking like how much longer is yeah. this going on well for? like we like, compliments oh, done so they've done 13 minutes
0: one. and I went please don't actually be 13 minutes please be like a big episode. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal with this um, of course it's, it's a big gap of silence and then i was yeah. like oh what's at the end and it was just oh. some weird synth bits and i was like oh, i hate you yeah. <laughs> no i did it wasn't <laughs> no, it
1: wasn't that bad yeah. um yeah mate no 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 i'm fine with that decision yeah there's some good tracks in there check block party out but yeah
0: i'd, I'd you know, definitely go can, like you find your find your, your favorite tracks from them because they've got a cool sound but yeah no as an album I, I, I wouldn't put it in uh, unfortunately for go. them I guess they are not they're not in the esteemed in Travis the... Pepper playlist
1: oh I'm sure I'm sure they're, <laughs> they're gonna, gonna be, be they're gonna <laughs> be beating sure. themselves up about
0: this album that they released 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> that's currently being reviewed some, by some guy locked in his flat during <laughs> Corona
1: yeah <laughs> they're gonna be distraught, mate <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be going <laughs> so yeah that oh, was Block
0: Party Silent Alarm there we go um, <clears throat> some good some good singles but uh, actually, I don't even know if they were the
1: singles, no. but no, um, yeah. I would agree. I would agree nice. with you wholeheartedly. Still, I'm still cut up about foals, but this i would agree with you. <laughs> um, mate, so like we are an hour and a half in. Um, I'm kind of adamant that we can't drag on any more than an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So should we push rationale back? Because I don't want this to start. You know, I, th- I think the sweet spot is like 45 minutes and we go on. We go on double. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> I
0: really want to know what you think of the album. Wow. Well,
1: uh, I think it might have to wait until next week unless you want me to do a really quick like this is what I think and not go into it.
0: No, let's let's just push it back to next week and then we can have a um Let's push it back to next week. A, a we we'll it. It. can kick off with
1: it. Rationale can be the meat next week. Um Sometimes the music okay, is maybe the meat. Okay, one thing I will do, sometimes the music is the meat and maybe next week the music will be the meat. Um I'm going to give you another album. Okay. Because we kind of, we kind of, we kind of following on with the Black Lives Matter thing, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, next week, and I kind of want to show you that there is a little bit more to the moron than just indie rock. Is this Marvin bands. Gay? Like, there is a Are you little send bit Send me more. some Marvin Gaye. N- I'm not going to send you some oh, Marvin really Gaye. I'm going to send you a bit of a whist I really enjoy this, mate. You will listen. Right, okay, I'm not going to say anything okay. at all. No, no, no. Hot me up a little bit. No, no, I'm not going to. Okay. Because I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. I don't want to influence. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah. like I did that with Block Party last week. I could have sat it with Block Party. on to be honest mate I don't really like the album but I like a few tracks in it and then you'd have come back and said the same thing. Yeah. And I don't want to yeah there's no influence here yeah. right. Um his famous track I need a dollar. Is I his need famous track. A dollar
0: dollar Uh yeah so
1: it's it's your man it's your man aloe black um and it's not the album weirdly with that hit song on it Mm -hmm. um there's two albums of his that i kind of would say i've listened to in the past um good things in 2010 was the uh, opens with i need a dollar but um, actually i think it's a very fitting album for this time i will say that the album is called lift your Spirit, lift your spirits Mm -hmm. um it's his 2013 album, um, obviously solo black musician, so it fits the the vibe of what we're going for, and it's like not indie rock band, which is all that I'll probably do from here on in. <laughs> so I change it up, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if we'll have time to fit it in next week with everything. We'll see how we go. But I'll just um, put it on the list. We've got a lot on. We'll
0: start listening. Yeah. Do you
1: know what's quite funny? Lift your spirit by Alabama. I black. was looking at a load of recommended
0: go videos on. in on YouTube, right? And when it because you because mm. you said that you know you're you're probably going to be recommending mainly indie stuff. If I if I'm yeah. picking an album for you, if I'm thinking in my head, I want to pick an album for Luke. If I wanted to guarantee mm. that you like it, at the moment, my yeah. theory is I just look up whatever Fern Cotton likes, and um, like,
1: <laughs> you'll you'll just you'll you'll be dribbling over it. You'll, you'll love it. Oh so just. Well, let's try. Let's try that. Let's try it and see. Because <laughs> I don't really listen to Fern Cotton, so maybe we have to put this like Fern Cotton versus like t- versus the more yeah, Fern Cotton versus the more. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> but yeah, just like I was looking at <laughs> her because um, she's got she's got a great great music
0: taste. But there's like it's kind of focused in this kind of uh, indie UK scene. And um, yeah, as so I was just like every time I was, looking, I was like, Mumford and Sons, Foles, uh, like Block. Block Party really? and stuff like that uh, and yeah.
1: uh, I was just like I'll have a look at what she does and listens to and I'll let yeah, you know nice. but it sounds like <laughs> yeah. it you, you, you can very easily pick music for me I think if you know yeah. me like because I was thinking about it and this whole Black Lives Matter thing we're doing is making me think actually outside of the box and uh, outside like people and I go fuck Luke like whether it's on purpose or by accident my my go-to is like four white guys in a band do you know what I mean like indie rock like not even not even changing that genre it's like indie alternative rock I'm very narrow you know when people go oh I like I like all types of music I'm like fuck off you do like no one likes all type of music I hate those people that go what, do you, what what's your favourite type of genre oh I listen to everything I'm like oh get Ben. like <laughs> get- you, you must have <laughs> get bent like you must have something and for me I'm like oh my god I'm very narrow you know I, you could literally say you are luke this is you yeah all over. i've got an album um, I've, right because so because the way i was thinking about that
0: is like i don't necessarily want to try and be like you'll love this album and give it to you i, I want to like give you things that you probably would never ever listen to uh which is what i was att- attempting with this this rationale. rationale
1: interesting definitely wouldn't listen to it like out in terms of i wouldn't pick it yeah. up
0: I, but I do have an album that I think is right up your street, and you've already told me that you don't know the band. So next time, I've got an album ready to go uh, for you that might be. Mate, I've got
1: one as well. Okay, cool. I've got one that I think will be a swing, and we'll both um, love it. Uh, and I want to. I've been. Wanting, I've been wanting to get it out for ages, but it's just not been right. Yeah. So uh um, Cool. You know, like when you're trying to tell someone <laughs> that you love them, and then it's just like, not. You haven't found the right time yet, but you know. Nah, that they I'm they're not gonna I'm like, not it like it that. I'm, it. I'm like a little puppy. I'm just like,
0: oh, you've given me food. I love you. I love you love you too I love you
1: oh you gave me a compliment love uh, you love you (laughs) (laughs) well mate that rounds it off perfectly I love you too I do love you I'll see you later
0: (laughs) see you next week (laughs) (laughs) bye 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 it's the Travis Pepper Show Um, thanks for listening guys if you had as much fun listening as we did prattling about on record, then tune in next week where we'll do it all again. But between now and then, you can follow us on Instagram by searching mentoringamoron. So good luck trying to get that out of your search history.